we who are powerful need to be patient with the weakness of those who don't have power, and not please ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors for their good in order to build them up. Christ didn't please himself, but, as it is written, the insults of those who insulted you fell on me. Whatever was written in the past was written for our instruction so that we could have hoped through endurance and through the encouragement of the Scriptures. May the God of endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude toward each other, similar to Christ Jesus' attitude. That way you can glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ together with one voice. Common English Bible. Greater than with great power comes great responsibility. Greater than. Greater than Stanley. Within the ancient church in Rome there existed people of Jewish descent as well as non-Jews, Gentiles, who had come to embrace Christ. These two groups had vastly different backgrounds and experiences. Now they found themselves within one church, with only their shared commitment to Jesus. Getting along was downright hard. It took a great deal of work for them to understand one another. Throughout the Apostle Paul's letter to the believers in Rome, he consistently went back and forth, addressing both groups. Frankly, Paul was most difficult on his fellow Jews. He took them to task. In his view, the Jewish believers had a responsibility to set a tone of Christian equality and fairness. Since the Jewish people have such a rich spiritual history as God's people, it was Paul's admonition they used their power on behalf of the non-Jewish Gentiles. There were some Jewish believers who believed it best that the non-Jewish believers become religiously Jewish. They thought that Gentiles, with no background whatsoever in Old Testament belief and practice, would need to be like them in order to become good Christians. Paul passionately believed otherwise. The Jewish position of privilege was to be used to encourage and help, not criticize, and make things more difficult for non-Jewish persons. Jesus, a Jew himself, did this during his life and ministry on earth. It came down to a belief of whether Jews ought to hold positions of power within the church, or that power should be shared. As it still is today, it was then with the Jewish people, they have carried an inordinate burden of the world's sin upon their shoulders. Paul wanted them to continue this special calling, not taking advantage of an opportunity to be on top, but embracing their call for the sake of Christ's gospel. Whether Jew or Gentile, all together were to make every effort to do what leads to peace and the encouragement of one another. Those with power were to make room at the table, and table, for those without power. The ideal which Paul so adamantly struggled for was unity, to have both Jew and Gentile together as sisters and brothers in the faith. There was never to be two churches, one Jewish and one Gentile. Christ's death had abolished all barriers to unity. Now, everyone must come together and reorient their lives around the good news of new life in Christ. Ephesians 2 11-22. Since Jesus closely identified with others, now we, His followers, are to demonstrate a genuine spirit of care and welfare for all people. This is a new family relationship which did not exist before Christ. God, however, has adopted all kinds of non-Jewish people into the family. So, we have responsibilities to get along with each other. It must always begin with those who possess the power and privilege. They have the first responsibility to initiate an egalitarian society. The onus is on the powerful to ensure that a fully inclusive Christian ethic is established and maintained. We are to welcome others just as Christ welcomed us. The Christian ethic of welcoming, encouraging, and including is helped by being mindful of the following. Listen more. Talk less. A particular temptation for those with power is to make decisions without consulting or collaborating. Basic human respect comes from listening, neither interrupting nor over-talking. The less powerful folks need to be heard. Give them a seat at the table and honor them with your ears. People who listen when they are corrected will live, but those who will not admit that they are wrong are in danger. Proverbs 10:17 GNT. Be curious. 
respect another's contribution. Be welcoming and open, whether or not you agree. Seek understanding rather than always trying to be understood. Tell me more. Help me understand. And I'd like some clarification. Are all simple phrases of healthy curiosity which invites others to talk. The people in Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. They were so glad to hear the message Paul told them. They studied the scriptures every day to make sure that what they heard was really true. Acts 17:11, ERV. Don't assume. Not everyone has had the same experiences. We don't all know the same things. Take the posture of a learner. Be something of an anthropologist, seeking to discover rather than superimpose what you already believe on a different group of people. Don't fool yourselves. If any of you think you are wise in the things of this world, you will have to become foolish before you can be truly wise. 1 Corinthians 3:18, Sev. Be aware of your own biases. We all have them. It takes some work to uncover our prejudices as well as our privileges. I solemnly command you in the presence of God and Christ Jesus and the highest angels to obey these instructions without taking sides or showing favoritism to anyone. 1 Timothy 5:21, NLT. Embrace empathy. We all know how it feels to be excluded, left out, and even shamed about something. Let's use our own experiences to realize what others might be going through. Looking down on another, or dismissing them in some way, is not the way of our Lord. Laugh with your happy friends when they're happy, share tears when they're down. Get along with each other, don't be stuck up. Make friends with nobodies, don't be the great somebody. Romans 12 15-16, MSG. Focus on connection, not fear. In many groups and in many places, the other, the one who is different, is looked upon with suspicion as someone who might upset existing societal norms or steal something we have. Seeking to establish connection with others mitigates fear and anxious feelings. As many of you as were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is no longer Jew or Greek, there is no longer slave or free, there is no longer male and female, for all of you are one in Christ Jesus. Galatians 3:27-28 NRSV. Be patient with others. People need our gentleness and our humble help, not our judgment and exasperation. Treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Be humble and gentle in every way. Be patient with each other and lovingly accept each other. Ephesians 4:2 GW. Greater than so in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law and the prophets. Greater than. Greater than Jesus, Matthew 7:12 NIV. That about sums up exactly what Paul intended to say. Now go and do likewise. O oh God, in accepting one another wholeheartedly, fully, and completely, we accept you. Fill us then with love and let us be bound together with love as we live our lives, united in this one Spirit which makes you present in the world, and which makes you witness to the ultimate reality that is love. Love has overcome. Love is victorious. You are love. Amen.